Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The way we see it, wellness is all-encompassing of each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this could mean anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. We are Abby and Issa. Wanna Vibe? Welcome back to One of Vibe. I'm Issa. I'm Abby. Hi. I thought you were going to tell everyone about my jiggle. Oh, we were just preparing to record and Issa did this little like exercise. You just have to like shake exorcist, it off. Exorcist. <laughs> shake it off type of situation. And I was like, what is happening over here? <sighs> um, but do you feel like you're like ready to go now? Yeah, we just had a, a good conversation um, with Danny who you'll who will be coming up soon. Um, we're talking about money. Uh, and that's really it. But um, we're on to our next episode, which is this episode. Yes. And it is about... She doesn't even go here. Except for she goes here. Except for she goes here. So it's basically about mean girls. So, okay. I The reason I like gave this um, little paragraph here is because the reason I was thinking about this is because we're just hot off the press Super Bowl. Yeah. So um, I guess... After the halftime performance, Shakira and J-Lo. Um, Shakira. I I know there was like this whole political thing and I don't want to get political with this. Like I know there was like the whole like, you know, Latina and like everybody's freaking out because the Puerto Rican flag. And, and like did whatever. you know that on the other side was the American, American flag? flag? Because yes. Puerto Rico's part of fucking America, you right. fucking idiot. So everybody is stupid. Right. But what I noticed personally, aside from all of the political drama, was that there was a fuck ton of women <laughs> who were mad because the show was sexual. And dudes. And yeah. they were hating on... Um, you know, JLo and Shakira being 43 and 50, not respectively. JLo is 50, which is insane. Shakira is 43, also insane. And, you know, they're wearing um, sexy outfits and they're twerking and whatever else. And it's just, it was so crazy to me that all of these people felt like they should get on social media and slam these women for entertaining us when last year when Maroon 5 played and Adam Levine ripped his shirt off those same bitches were drooling in their seats well that's the thing and like I think it's people who are super conservative and not necessarily Republican just people who are like either very religious um, very conservative just in the way that they dress that like bash these women and then first of all you fucking watched it so I also like I do agree with you I definitely don't disagree with you but I also think that there's a lot of women that are putting down not just them but as an example because they're jealous 100% and what I did say and what I wrote here was that (laughs) it's all fucking Trump supporters which I know it's not all Trump supporters but like the people that I saw writing about it are and that's just like this my direct circle around me which Mm. anyway but and it's all of them, not for nothing, you're probably jerking off behind your computer, please mm-hmm. and thank you. And then, but you're typing hate at the same time. So fuck Trump and fuck you too for that. And then also, I know one girl in particular who dragged the shit out of the Super Bowl halftime show. And I'm like, girl, you were like a turbo slut, like growing up. Like, I don't know why you're judging women or saying that there's, I've seen you in wild outfits and like probably comparable to what the, I mean, not comparable, definitely not as expensive, but you know, <laughs> definitely not as expensive. And I was annoyed. Like the minute JLo draped the Puerto Rican flag uh, around her shoulders, and I know these haters were going to go fucking nuts. So John and I came to two conclusions. Mm-hmm. My conclusion is, racist ass idiots saying these things because I knew as soon as that flag draped over shoulders again the American flag was on the other side of that it's the same fucking colors just so you know in case you weren't aware I knew they were going to say something and then John's response was they're just mad that they can't dance I agree with both of those things I just think that like we're in this like crucial part of um our generation and society and like people feel so comfortable like hiding behind their computer screens and like trolling other women and like it's pretty fucking clear that we are the superior sex Mm. just saying it's true um but the fact that like we 
I feel like this is going to make me sound like a conspiracist, which, you know, I am anyway, but I feel like the patriarchy has like set us up in this way that causes us to attack each other because Man. somebody else is skinnier. Somebody else is more wealthy. Somebody else is more educated. Somebody else lives in a bigger house, like whatever it is that we can't, we, we can, we don't unite because we're so busy hating. Yeah. And if we could unite and support each other, we would be ruling the fucking world. Right. And it's like this, you know, queen bee pack mentality that we get where if you see, again, I feel like it's if when you feel threatened by somebody is when you go after them mm-hmm. as opposed 100%. to like where you're like, oh, like we have the same goals and like you're not trying to beat me. I'm not trying to beat you. We're just trying to do it together. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where it's different. Um, but I was reading, there's an article by Shelly Zalis and in, in the title it says like power the pack. Women who support women are more successful and I'm very here for this at 32. Mm-hmm. And even still, like I waver like if I feel like somebody's trying to get ahead of me that I'm like in competition with, I am, I go like nuts, yeah. you know, I'll like message you and I'm like, Oh my God. But I also am mindful of like, why am I, why do I feel this way toward her? But you her? say at 32, because at say 22, you were I would have cut that bitch down. Right. Right. And I would have, I would have to get from point A to point B, if this bitch was in my way, I would have ran over her, backed over, backed up and then ran over again. So I didn't add a lot of notes here because I, I felt a little conflicted. One, I wanted to see where this conversation was going to go, but also two things immediately come to mind. One, I very much internally support other women, my friends, female CEOs, whatever it is, but I don't know that I always externally validate them. And I think that that's something that I need to work on because it's not that I'm not thinking it. It's almost like I just don't think to say it, Mm -hmm. which is like, why? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I give you props for something that you're doing? That's awesome. Like, even if it's something like commenting on your Instagram picture, you know what I mean? Like something little like that. I don't go out of my way to give people the credit that they deserve, which is a me thing. Like I need to, something I need to work on, but also we're now at the age where like we're becoming parents, our friends are becoming parents. Mm-hmm. And also, even if you're not a parent, you probably know someone, a colleague, a niece or whatever that's younger than you that likely looks up to you because you're like a little bit older yeah. street cred, whatever. And like, this is our time to take advantage of that and teach the younger generations to stop being the 22 year old. I will cut you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how what much is stronger that? are we when we work together? One million percent. And like you can, we talk about this I a just lot. think about it from mm. the highways. Imagine if women designed all these fucking highways, we would be everywhere <laughs> so much faster, literally. But like, and what I like is that when you find women that you jive with and that you can balance each other off, like I feel like I am able to now recognize my weaknesses and then find them find my strength in you where I, where I'm weak in certain things. And then I can be like, mm-hmm. toss it over to Abby and Abby will help me with that and vice versa. Like where we kind of balance off of each other. But so many women especially resist that where they're like, I don't want to give that power to anybody to yeah. show that like, this is my weakness and but I fail at this. don't you think that that's because society has told us that you have to do it all and you have to do it perfectly? Yeah. And well, as a woman, if you just, don't have a career and a fucking family and you blow job your husband three times a week and get all of the household chores done in the laundry and make your kids lunches and eat organic and go to yoga every day, you're not doing it right. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's up to us to support each other in getting and obtaining a balance with our partners, with our friendships, with our relationships in general at work, you know, getting respect and, you know, really asserting yourself as you can be a fucking boss and then you can also be a really good friend and a really good person. And I try and make sure that like, especially with my friends and this is a little lame and like maybe a little a touch off topic. I'll just like randomly be like when we're getting off the phone, I'm like, okay, love you. Bye. Because I love how many, how often do your friends say, I love you. And you can like take it in a way where you're not like, yeah, bye. Or like, it depends on the friend, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Or like, like you said, like, like when you say love you, bye, I don't think twice about it. I'm just like, love you too. Bye. Yeah. But like most people no. but I mean it. I know, you know, and then also 
like you said, compliments. If I see some girl that's like rocking like a great hair or like whatever, I'm like, yo, your hair looks so good. Like, I don't know you. Overall, we need to compliment strangers way more often. Yeah. Like or, we, or your women. friends too. I have like uh, my girlfriend, Danielle. The other day I went to bar. I feel like now she's just part of this podcast. Danielle's so can just, we just say Danielle instead of my girlfriend, Danielle, every single time? Danielle, you're just <laughs> one of vibe. Um, and, but, so I talked to Danielle and the other day she was like, you're so good for going to bar class. Or like, I was like trying to, I'm trying to keep up with bar class, right? So that's the, the story is I'm not good at bar. I'm like a lumberjack in a tutu, like trying to do bar classes, like Pilates and ballet and like trying to work little muscles that like elongate your body. I am like a midget. So is that, sorry, that's not PC. I'm very short. Anyway, I digress. We're not PC. So, but I don't know. I don't know if that is or not. But like even little things, like she'll message me and say, you're so good that you're going to, you're going to the bar class. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Not that I, you know, and it's not that I need the validation, but I fucking appreciate it that she went out of her way to just throw me a message and be like, yo, good for you. Cause like you said you were going to do it. You can't base your self-worth on external validation. Right. But as a, as the other side, it's nice to give it to somebody who deserves it. Yeah. Um, now, but let me ask you something. If you growing up had someone tell you it's okay to not be able to do everything perfectly. Oh my God. And it's okay to share mm-hmm. the success, the spotlight, the whatever. Yeah. Like, do you think that your 22-year-old self would have been As aggressive? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, everything growing up for me was super competitive. And it took me a really long time to unlearn that. Mm-hmm. Because still, it like peaks out. So, for example, um, I teach at the YMCA and my competitive drive for like getting a full class is insane where I see that I have a big wait list and I put pressure on myself to like always fill it and like to always get new people. And then I find myself getting like a little jealous if I see somebody else getting full classes and I'm like, yo, why can't we both have it? But I have to talk to myself to say Mm -hmm. like, why can't we both succeed? Because I was starting to try and bend myself to be like... I'm going to add this to my class, something that she does. I'm going to add in mine and like, I'm going to add this. And then I was talking to John and we're, and he's like, just do what you're doing because right. people show up. I was going to say, cause I feel like being competitive with yourself is almost healthy. Like you need to have your own internal motivation to yeah. push you to be better, like just in general. But why we don't have to compete with each other. There's room for everybody at the table. Right. And like, what is me competing with somebody at a different time on a different day? Gonna, what does that do? It doesn't. Who cares? And your people will always, your people, whether they're your students in class or they're your friends, they love you because of, or they like you, they love you because of how you are as a person, not because you're trying to be something else. Yeah. But it takes a lot for us to accept that and then like empower each other to move forward because I can like talk about it all I want. And then if, I don't know how to explain it, like I can talk about it all I want but it gets really lonely Mm -hmm. doing it on your own. Mm -hmm. And you have to have that support from somebody else so that you can like move forward. And then you want to be able to empower somebody for them to be at their best self. What's the point of like you being the best if the other person like you're giving bad advice to and they're just shitty because you're being a shithead? Yeah, I think that like the best kind of, um, the best solution, I guess, is to lead by example. You know, like... Ugh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but like treat others the way that you'd want to be treated. Yeah. How cliche. But still, I think as women, especially, it's so important that we, you know, are just supportive and kind to each other. And right. if you literally don't have anything nice to say, why the fuck are you saying it? I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't say nice things because sometimes I need to fucking tr- drag people. But like... This is the thing. There's a difference between someone doing something fucked up to you. Yeah. And you dragging them for that versus Shakira and fucking JLo, who you don't even know, and dragging them for looking sexy and doing their jobs. Yeah. You know? 
And they paid to be there. Like, they, no, they're not. Did they, you know that? No. I had to Google it because we were talking about how much you get paid to perform, whether it be halftime, whether it be the national anthem, whatever, at Super Bowl. The NFL doesn't pay you. They, the sponsor of the show, like this year was Pepsi, pay for all of the production costs for the show. Oh, I didn't know that. And all of like the shit that goes into that. But you actually don't get paid to perform at the Super Bowl. It's just like a fucking honor. No, I thought that they had to pay to be part of it. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm learning something. I, go- I had to Googled it during the show because me and Jesse got in like a conversation about it too. Oh, well, you know, I just think it's as women, it's easy to try and step on other women to get to the top. And like it again, it's really fucking lonely. Roxy broke in. Oh, it's re- oh, Roxy was locked downstairs and all of a sudden she just showed up in here. <laughs> but I read, um, I was reading this article and it's a study conducted by Cecilia Harvey, a London-based consultant and founder of a global showcase platform. It's called Tech Women Today. And it looked at the implications of the queen bee syndrome in the workplace or like in life in general and its impact on women at work and the perception of women like at work in general. Uh it found that the queen bee syndrome can be a negative impact on organizational performance or bottom line results, as well as individuals, which is makes sense. Tell us what queen bees are. So queen bees are, they're adult versions of the mean girls from school, but now they have like, they've grown up and are more calculating. So these socially aggressive behaviors include gossiping and social exclusion, social isolation, alienation, talking about someone you know, and uh, like stealing friends or romantic partners. So if you find that this is like your behavior and that you're not a girl's girl, like right now in this moment, you have to ask yourself why. Because like how many girls are like, I'm not a girl's girl. I'm a guy's girl. And you're like, fuck off. What does that even mean? But like, or like girls that only have guy friends, you don't really get that far. You know, like there's something going on if you can't bond with one other female. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like, because when push comes to shove, the guys aren't going to invite you to everything and they're yeah. not going to like hold you down yeah. unless you, you're fucking one of they're them. They're also not seeing things from the same perspective as you are. No way. Like, and so you want to find. And they're probably just your friends because they want to stick their dick in you. Ew. And it's true. Ew and true. True. <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> I, I work in beauty. So therefore I work with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And I can wholeheartedly speak on behalf of every female employee that's ever existed. The queen bee may get ahead, but nobody fucking likes her. Right. Because she's shitting all over all y'all. So the thing is, is that like, you know how like when you work in a in a place like you tend to form your little like pockets and not even just work, but like school, like whatever. Like you just have like your little pockets of friends. It's always the ones that everybody is kind of at the, on the same playing field, if you will, mm-hmm. that are the most functional. When there is a queen bee or a mean girl or whatever, there's always these side, like side things that are happening yeah. that like fuck up the dynamic and like, and, and, and talking about work, like fu- honestly fucks up the company. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're not able to be as successful. You're not working collaboratively. You're always wondering about like what's happening behind your back or whatever. And right. like, I mean, I don't know. I just think that like it's a communication thing. There's it's there's a deeper rooted issue in women that can't be happy or supportive for other women. There's something happening inside that yeah. you have to look at and it's 9 times out of 10 a jealousy thing yeah. for whatever or like a security thing like you're insecure, which to me kind of goes hand in hand with jealousy. Mm-hmm. But also then once you acknowledge that or don't acknowledge that, whatever, like it's also a communication thing. Like why can't you say to someone, you're making me feel uncomfortable. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just think that the way I look at it is like, we have to realize this now and then we have to do our part to like set a good example for the future. Yeah. I would like to, I, my goal is to, how many times do I fucking say this? You are the, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Yeah. And I feel like I've been a blessed. Certain people are just in my life and then other people I've been able to handpick and say, you know, and be like, I really like you. I really like what you're about. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But you know, 
You want to be around people that are supportive and that you love and that don't make you feel like shit or check you when you need to be checked. Yeah. And especially with, oh gosh, especially with women, I know there's people that I, my, my people I can call and I know that they'll give me the right information that I need and be like, you're acting out or mm-hmm. know you're, what you're feeling is valid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if there's a friend that I doubt, you know, that say that saying that they're like, don't sit at a table that when you get up, you're the topic of mm-hmm. like, I don't want any friends like that. I don't, I try and avoid that at all costs. Here's, here's what I'm wondering. And this is purely speculation because you know, I walk away from that person too. Yeah. But I wonder if like there is an opportunity there to change that person's perspective. But what if you've already walked away from the fucking table? Guys, the dogs, why? the dogs are having a day today. What's happening? Well, it's later than we normally record. So they're starting to get hungry. That's why. Oh, I get um, like that too. Me too. Hangry. I have a protein shake though. Dexter wants some attention. I wonder if there is an opportunity to change that person's perspective. If you've already gotten up and walked around away from the table, don't go back. You're an idiot. But if you're at the table and you get a vibe, like what happens if you do are just like kind and genuine to that person? Do you think that they're maybe going to be like, well, maybe I should think twice before I start slamming this bitch as soon as she goes to the bathroom? I would hope so. But I also think that like sometimes people just get disgusted, not disgusted, but they get like turned off immediately or defensive, I should say, is the word. But what if you don't say anything? What if someone's just like being a dick and you're just like, I really appreciate your point of view. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Or that top looks excellent on you. See, but I look awesome. I wouldn't be able to get myself to a point to like give somebody a compliment if they're being a fucking asshole. But why? So they're allowed to be an asshole to me, and I have to be like, your tits look great in that shirt. Like, I would never fucking do that. If we're trying to change the dynamic, like, but my dynamic again, this is not something that I is a proven thing. I'm just like, I'm just wondering out loud. Yeah, for me personally, like the last thing you're going to get from me is a compliment if you're being fucking rude when I came to sit down for no reason. You know, like if there's no warranted reason, unless I told you to go fuck off and now you're being mean to me and now I'm like, oh, sorry, your tits do look great though. You know, <laughs> then like I get it. <laughs> but like, the best example to use. <laughs> you know, but like if I'm just sitting there and somebody's trying to be like mean girl me out, then I'm going to be like, next time if so-and-so is here, please don't invite me. 50% of me agrees with you and 50% of me wonders how... Like, if we can't be patient with the dicks, how are we ever... Like, how are we not... Like, if we can't be patient with the dicks, then are we just perpetuating this behavior? You know what I mean? I just... I'm a big fan of excluding somebody. Like, if... So, say, like, this person That is was totally me. the wrong word to use, but I know what you mean. Like, just, like, protecting yourself. Because if you're excluding somebody, then how are you not the mean girl? So if you're actively being a fucking asshole and I have plan, I want to make plans for something else, why the fuck would I invite you? Why the fuck would I invite you if at dinner you were rude to me after I told you this delicious... I think delicious, we're stuck in the circle of life. After I told you about this delicious tit shirt <laughs> conversation that I was like, beautiful boobies, whatever, and you're still mean to me at the table, I'm too old for somebody to be okay. mean to me. So, so forget, pretend you didn't tell them that they have delicious boobies. <laughs> <laughs> you started this. I totally did. It's so good. I'm saying, okay, if you don't ever try, what makes you better than them? See, in this scenario, I had been trying, so I, I can't take... Oh, so you're thinking of a specific person right now. I'm, I'm hypothetically talking. No, I'm hypothetically talking oh, okay. too, but in my head, I've already oh, oh. <laughs> been trying this whole time. <laughs> anyway, I think we're getting off track, but why? I think we need to be more mindful of supporting women because if you can honestly ask yourself, like, do I support like any other females other than like just my immediate friends? And am I supporting them in a way that they feel like that they can lean on me, you know, and like uplift them. Mm -hmm. Like, are you doing that? No, not at all. No, like straight up like that. That's why I didn't write in this because, um, I feel like internally I legit have the utmost respect and I believe so much in my friends and even not my friends, but like, I wonder, like, do I verbalize it enough? What do you think stops you from verbalizing things? I don't know. I'm a moron. No, I wouldn't say that. 
I just, I don't know. Like, am I assuming that they know that I feel that way? Like, it's not that I never do it. It's like, I do it when prompted, I guess. Like if somebody is going through a hard time or whatever, like it's never just for no reason. And that's what, where I feel like I'm failing the system, the, the sisterhood system. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? We definitely have to actively be more um, supportive of each other. But for no reason. Literally like, for not, no reason. Not when they're down and out. No. You know, like not when, or not in a celebratory way when something good happens, just like on a Tuesday. And in a genuine way, I, so we have um, this girl, Genevieve, that works with us at the store who I... You love her. I love her so much. And like, I'm so glad she's there and I'm so lucky. But she and I have a really good relationship and... I, I like walk in and she, I mean, she's a baby. She's 20 years old, but she has this gorgeous face and she'll like dress cute. And I'll, I'll walk into work and I'm like, what, what I'm looking at right now, what's happening. I'm here for this, you know? And like, that's it. It doesn't have to be like, I love every, you know, like from head yeah. to toe, you don't have to name it, but yeah. just be like, whatever's going on right now. Yes. Yeah. To all this. And yeah. just like a little, something. you're very good at that, that though. Just in the same Thank way you. you're good at talking nicely to yourself most of the time most of the time but it's all a practice we talk about that all the time you got to flex that muscle and it's uncomfortable and you got to lean in to tell me where to start so you have to lean in um i do think there are so you should start with encouragement like your girlfriend's doing like a dry january and in support it's like you wanted to do one too you're like yes i'm here for this i'm gonna do it too we'll do it together um or you want to go to that gym class let me know i'll join you I said chim. I know, accident. but I'm thinking about Wednesday and I'm like, bull. Right. But, or similarly, like the other day about dinner, like you were just like, oh, it's late. Mm. And then we were talking about it. I'm like, just go. You know, you like it. And then when she was done, she was like, thank you for making Best me go. Best time ever. Yeah. You know, like, but you want to support your friends even, especially if they're uncomfortable and you know that it's good for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like if your friend's like, I'm going to go fuck my ex-boyfriend be like, no, girl. <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> don't do it. Does anybody ever say that? Or does it just happen? No, it's in secret. And then you find out after, yeah. you know, but I just think showing up for someone, encouraging them is really important. And you be there, you go with them to something they're nervous to do alone. And like, yes, girl, go on that Tinder date, but text me if you need me and right. I'll keep my phone on. And I need to know where you are at all times because it is a Tinder date. Yeah. We need to support women in their brave and bold decisions. Mm. That was a line in an article that I read. That's really powerful shit. Right? Yeah, it is. Because we tend to like, if somebody's like, I want to do this, it's like, yeah, good for you, girl. And then you just leave it alone. But you want to also, and this is like the second bullet of like how you can start being encouraged, like how you can start supporting a friend is help them stay accountable, Mm. you know? And like, not in like a Nazi way where you're like, did you go to the gym? Did you text that guy back? Did you do what I told you to do? Nothing Mm. like that, but more like... Hey girl, like I went to the gym today. What about, what are you doing today? Yeah. You know, or like whatever, easy stuff so that. Or you talk about it beforehand. Like what is, so, cause I think accountability means different things to different people. So you could have that conversation with your friend. Like what is the best way for me to hold you accountable? Should, do you want me to be a drill sergeant? Yes. You know what I mean? Talk. Um, conversation. Yeah. Communication. Well, the, just before, uh, before we started airing, um, or did you, I don't even know if it was this episode or not. I'm sorry. I'm like blanking out. But you said something like, are you stressed out? How can I support you? How can I, oh, we were talking about um, aunt. your aunt. Yeah. So anyway, just all you need to know is like, there, uh, Abby had to like cancel a plan. And my then, aunt wasn't, my aunt texted me in distress and I, I didn't know I what, literally did not know how to respond. So I just said like, how can I support you? That's excellent. Because I didn't know what else to say. Yeah, but at but least sometimes it was that those little of things like, like that that make a difference. Exactly. Instead of being like sorry, yeah. and then putting up the emoji with like both hands up. <laughs> Whoops. The oopsie. Yeah. The, the, like, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. And then like yeah, and the other person's like, okay, thanks. Cool. Yeah. 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 But if you, I was channeling you when I wrote that text. Message. Oh my god, that's so nice. And I actually think that, and I, I don't want to cut off like where we are at, but like the reason I was asking you all of those questions before about the cycle. 
and I was trying to play devil's advocate is because I feel like this is something that you're really good at. Like you're really good at being supportive. You're really, really good at acknowledging your friends and your relationships and, and their strengths. But I also think that your friends are all like, it's very clear to me because your friends all listen to the podcast mm -hmm. and they all comment on Instagram and they're all like super supportive of you. Mm -hmm. And I do think that there is a cycle there. Like, are they like that to you because you're like that to them? You know what I oh, mean? So like, that's why I was trying that. to think like, if you have a dickhead in your life and you're just super nice to them all the time, could you potentially be inspiring a different behavior from them? Like maybe they're just so closed off yeah. that that's their... <laughs> that's how they protect themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and that's why I say that because my friends and I are all the same, but that's like, where does that like cycle start? Do you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Thank you. I, thank you for hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's funny that you say that because honestly, I just, am like, my friends are so great. Yeah, but it's not, <laughs> it's first of all, it's not normal. Not not normal, but that's an energy that you guys have cultivated intentionally. Yeah, it grew for sure because I don't think it was always that way because I was like a wild maniac, and then you know some everybody's growing up and like acting out in certain points and not necessarily how I did, but um, as we've grown, I find that all I want is like. I want you to know how much I love you and like how how behind your decisions I am as long as they benefit you and like I hope. <laughs> I know now that all of them are behind me because the the decisions that I'm making are benefiting me. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like being destructive, but I would yeah, I would say one hand washes the other with that. Like now, yeah. You know, you, don't you have those people that you're like I got to go to so and so's birthday cuz she would do it for me. Do you have any of those people? Yeah. Like I know my girlfriend Amanda Reinstra, I I would always say, like, if you're going to do anything for anyone, you do it for Amanda. Because Amanda shows up without fault, without hesitation. She doesn't even need yeah. to know what the fucking Excuse date me, Roxy, is. you're being really Roxy. rude. Um, yes. She doesn't even need to know the date of, like, what this thing is going on. She's like, yes, when, where, what do I owe? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. dang. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love that. And I'm so grateful for it. So what's interesting for me is that, like, I almost feel like those people or, like, the people that I can think of, I guess, come with baggage. Who? Not, like, who specifically, but it's not, it's not necessarily, like, I definitely have the friends that will always, always, always be there, but then it's, they're expecting the same in return and they're not doing it out of just like virtue. They're doing it out of almost like narcissism. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Well, let's go back to what we can do to start, start the cycle. So the first was start with encouragement. Then it was get accountability. And now it's observe your language. Right. Which I think is really important. And to be, so 2020, I think I've said this before, is the year for me of um, being deliberate and intentional. So I'm trying to say what I mean when I say it, to do what I said I would do. Um, and I think that's really also important in any relationship, whether it's like with your girlfriends and support. Well, let's focus on that. With your girlfriends and supporting women, since that's what we're talking about. So like I want to take it to the next level where, and we were just talking about this, where you're comfortable saying things that you wouldn't normally say. Like if I say, I love you, I just want to let you know, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like why are you telling me you love me, you freak. But um, like I force that on people almost because I'm like just letting you know that I love you and then people get awkward. I'm like, you can feel uncomfortable, but just let it sink in, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And then um, also saying to somebody, maybe they... I don't know, like graduated from a class that they were taking. It's like, I'm really impressed that you did that. Yeah. And like, it really inspired me. And other people, you know, people receive, it's difficult to receive things like that. Yeah. But the more you practice, like saying it to somebody, the easier it is that when somebody gives you, it's like a compliment. I think it's the same thing too. Like the more, the more that you receive it, the more you believe it. Yes. And get Ooh. specific, say it because you mean it, not just because you're just throwing a compliment, like of confetti around. Compliment also confetti? Yeah. Like, because also everyone doesn't deserve it. So if you genuinely feel that way, 
and you say how you feel, you establish a connection and you empower people that way. So, you know, how many times people that have seen me over the course of like the last few years, they'll say like, you're wow. Like you've really put a lot of hard work into like working out and like now, you know, your classes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, thank you. I've worked really hard for it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying like, no, not me, you know, like, and I'm like, thanks. I fucking earned it. You know, I I work really hard and I'm really grateful. Thank you for noticing and for saying that to me. So I just think it's important to like, like, what do you say to you? Do you say anything to your friends that you're like, this, I saw that you do this and this, you say that to me. Why am I even asking? You say that to me. I guess. But again, I think it's the energy. Like, this is what I'm trying to say. It's like, you do it to me, which makes me want to give it back to you. Give it do you to know me. what I'm saying? Yes, yes, so yes. So like, when I don't get like, why would it you changes say it? the dynamic of a relationship. It really, truly does. Yeah. And so back to my stupid fucking asshole tits, whatever point is like, I now I'm going to have to do a social experiment. You have to do it and report back. Yeah, I'm going to have to because I don't have this. I mean, obviously, you're never going to have the same relationship with like everybody. But like our relationship is different because you started that. Oh, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. And so you're more open to it. Yeah. I made you a little uncomfortable and now you're comfortable. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's almost just like it's just a different energy. And but then, but yeah, you did make me uncomfortable. I know, <laughs> but to be see, thank you for being honest. Yes, exactly. I I knew that I did. I also think it's important for those types of relationships to ask powerful and positive questions, mm-hmm. right? So when somebody's telling you a story, or they're like, "I'm upset," blah 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 blah. And you just listen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really give a lot of value to the conversation. Like that's when you're allowing somebody to just unpack on you and mm-hmm. then you get resentful. So if you become more active in a conversation with one of your girlfriends where they're like complaining or they're upset about something and you can try and find that silver lining where you're like, well, what about this behavior made you upset? And mm-hmm. then you can, you don't want to be their therapist, but also just make them feel like they're being heard. Mm-hmm. And then... It's almost as if you guys can both release that stress as Mm -hmm. opposed to you taking it on. And then also just like tapping in and getting to know your friends. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, so I can know like my friend's favorite color or like some shit. But like I want to know about your family. I want to know about your work. I want to know what makes you tick so that like I can feel aligned with you. When I see something outside, I can take a stupid picture and be like, saw this thing, thought of you. You know, like, I think it's also like really important in these types of things to like look for context clues because sometimes the person just does want to vent and like they don't want advice or whatever. Right. And like you kind of have to go into that like, okay, an example would be like your friend is fighting with their significant other and they're not going to break up. They're just you dick. Dexter just knocked off all my clothes off of the shelf. <laughs> he looks like a um, mountain goat. He does. <laughs> <laughs> so your friend is fighting with their significant other. They just want to bitch about it. They're not going to break up. Yeah. This is not a breakup situation. No one's in danger. And you're just like, yo, dudes suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in another instance, your friend is fighting with their significant other and it's abusive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you have to dig a little deeper and ask those important questions or whatever. Like that might've been an extreme example, but it was the first thing that came to my mind. Like, I think you need to just like look, read the room a little bit. Yeah. Um, But also active listening, which is something that I've been, I really need to try and practice. I think you're really good at that. I don't. So active listening is basically like, is as opposed to thinking about what I'm going to say in response to what you're saying to me, literally like listening to what you're saying. Taking a second. Yeah. And then responding. Yeah. Got it. Because you can't fully focus on what the other person is saying if you're thinking about what you're going to say next. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And this is human behavior. Like this is just especially in a world that's as fast as we've become, like it's just like sort of what we've been, we've evolved to do. But I think that there is a lot to be said for taking a beat and being intentional and thoughtful in what you're saying and asking. Yeah. 
See, like my mental computer just like starts to slow down when people like talk. And I'm like, sometimes I have to say like, can you just give me a second so I can think about what I want to say to you? Because like, I don't want to say my first thought and like it be totally wrong. Like, let me just edit this. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. But that's a gift. That's or a skill. No, I think I'm just slow sometimes. No, let me absorb. Because if you were slow, you wouldn't have the mental awareness to say, I just need a minute to compute. Got it. You would just be slow. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the other thing that you can do to like help empower and like strengthen your bond with a friend is be present and show up and like, be proud. Like y'all ever notice? like when you speak confidently of what you're doing, you get mm-hmm. more backup on it. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me at first. Like when people are like, you're doing a podcast, I'd be like, yes. What's it about? So <laughs> it was like uncomfortable yeah. for me. And now I find I'm like, yeah, I have a podcast. Yeah. And this is what we talk about. We want to empower women and we want to, you know, it's wealth, it's um, health simplified and, uh, you know, whatever, like, I'm able to talk about it as a, a matter of fact way. Mm-hmm. And then people respect it more. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm like, I'm a spin instructor mm-hmm. on the side of like my, my business and people are like, Oh yeah. Like, and I know, and I know a lot of people are probably like, she's a spin instructor. Like when they look at me, cause I'm not teeny tiny. I'm not like super muscular, I but like, that's your own thing probably is my own thing, but I will kick the shit out of you if you come <laughs> to my classes. So everyone's welcome. Right. But you know, like how often my friends reach out, like I can't even tell you, or like um, my girlfriend, Erica, she's always reposting when she's listening to to the episodes. Mm -hmm. Love you, Erica. Thank you. Um, Danielle, Jen, all my girlfriends, they always message me. My girlfriend, Crystal, is like, I was listening to this episode and Laura, who thought I was doing lyrical stylings, like, you know, (laughs) but I love that shit. Like, thank you for listening. Lyrical stylings. (laughs) (laughs) She brought that up to me the other day. She's like, thank God Abby defended me. Laura, I love you. I just thought it was funny. I mean... I'm here for you, Laura. (laughs) But just even hearing that means the world to me. And I'm just like, thank you so much for supporting me. And it makes me feel so much better that like what we're, not that it, you know, it makes, it does make me feel better that we're like doing something. Yeah. You know, even if those people are are listening, it just makes, it means the world to me. And that's what it's about. Like showing up for your friends when they have events and when, um, or like, you know, sad things. If it's like, Someone passed away. Great things. Weddings and um, or like their little parties in between, like whether it's birthdays or celebrations or anything, they get a promotion. Go and celebrate your friends and and be there for them and be like, I'm really proud of you and and just show, show out. Just say it, though. Like, yeah, just say it. Just like send a text. Yeah. I, there's so many times where I, where somebody will minimize and it's so easy. I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Minimize something really good. Mm-hmm. And I have to like straight up look at somebody in the eyes and be like, that's a really big deal. You know mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Just to like, or if they're unsure of themselves, I'm, and I know that they can. I'm like, you can do this. I don't know why you're feeling this way. I understand why you're feeling this way. I don't want you to. Yeah. Like, you can fucking do anything you want to. Yeah. So if you feel it, you say it, you show up. That's like really with any relationship. I think that there's a reason that the phrase fake it till you make it is a thing. And a lot of people, I feel like, will disagree. But I do think that, like, the um, backbone of faking it till you make it help me faking it till you make it is like if you speak with confidence like you said people are not are less likely to question you right do you know what i mean and that could go for something as simple as i'm a spin instructor to like no you are actually fucking an awesome person and then that person believes it because you said it with conviction yeah you know absolutely it's all it's all about first if you can't do it for yourself if you can't empower yourself, start by empowering others. Even mm. if it's like something small, like that's a really pretty dress. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then you'll find that it spreads back to you. And like you said, it's cyclical. And then it goes back around. I sort of feel like we talked about this with like a challenge and we like challenged. No, maybe I'm having a stroke. I don't know. I do know that I worked with a coach like a hundred years ago. Yeah. It was like a work, like a leadership type of situation. And she challenged me to do one thing every day that like made me uncomfortable. And okay. she was like, her example was even if you see someone like, so here's my thing is like, if I'm on like the subway and I see someone that's got like rad shoes, I'm never going to go up to them and be like, you have rad shoes, but why not? Right. 
You know what I mean? So my challenge to everybody that's listening is to like say one fucking thing each day that's going to put somebody else in a better mental place. Right. We um, Bonus points if they're a fellow female. Yeah, like triple, double. <laughs> so we put on Wanna Vibe Tribe. Um, definitely tap into that because we're going to start posting more in that. And we want to hear, we just want to hear about like what your day is like, yeah. what you went through that day so that we can all kind of just have a, a platform that is for all of us to talk and to support each other. Um, so I put on there... We've got a Girl Power episode coming up. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. That's this one, obviously. Do you support other women and tell us how? And my girlfriend, Carrie, wrote, I have a group of fellow boss babes in my Instagram life. So Carrie, um, at Third Wish Designs, she does uh, like Disney shirts, but she puts like... Backstreet Boy lyrics under it and so she like mixes it in with like something Disney related that relates to the lyric and she does Taylor Swift and like a bunch of things she's really creative and so she said I have a group of fellow boss babes in my Instagram life who run small shops like I do and we all support each other by sharing each other's products on our own pages I even purchase from other t-shirt shops because I love showing my support and it's really nice because they all I mean they all have like tons of followers and they Mm -hmm. all like will show their shirt with somebody's ears and like and here's the thing if you have a company that makes shirts and somebody else has a company that makes shirts, why the fuck can't you support each other? Right. That's They're not in competition. Yeah. There's room for everybody. But it's hard to, to get there. You always want to be featured before somebody. You want to be chosen before somebody, you know, and like you want the most of everything. And it's, but you're right. There's literally room for everybody at the table and everybody brings different angles. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Another Super Bowl reference was that. I'm going to mess up my companies, but there was a one company who kept featuring Charlie Day in their commercials. Is that his name? Who's Charlie Day? Is that his name from Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, I don't know. I guess. Okay. Either way, I said to Jesse, because I, I, like, I don't know if, I don't know what the strategy behind these commercials was, but I said to Jesse, if I was a company and I wanted to do a Super Bowl commercial, as opposed to putting all of my money into one Super Bowl commercial, I would call up a bunch of other companies and be like, let's do joint commercials. And that way you have like five commercials throughout the whole Super Bowl. Mm. Just because you're sitting next to somebody else in the commercial doesn't make it less valuable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like my point is in that analogy, which was like really diluted, but is like partnerships can make us stronger. They don't make you weaker because somebody else was featured first or last or Wasn't whatever. Wasn't there a commercial like that though? Wasn't That's it like, what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I don't mm. know. I thought there was one like for GE that had like Cheetos and this and that. There and they was were like one, all mixed together. So I think that there was, it was the same thing. And the one I'm thinking of was like Charlie Day, if that's even his name, if that's even your real name. It was a Tide commercial, but then like Wonder Woman came in. So it was like Marvel and Tide. And like, oh, I wow. think he might have been trying to get Cheeto stands out. I don't even know. But my point was, is that it was like, and Jesse was like, why would they all do this? Like, he didn't get it's it. And I was like, it makes though. fucking sense, man. Like, yeah. it makes total sense. And now you have five commercials in the Super Bowl as opposed to one. Mm-hmm. Another one that was in the Wanna Vibe tribe was John's best friend, Jess, who wrote, prioritize them, prioritize them when they are going through a hard time, such as divorce, talk through things with them, spend more time with them, help them figure out how to be on their own again, encourage healthy habits and remind them of their worth. Which that's like obviously specific if it's like somebody going mm-hmm. through a hard time or a breakup mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, for sure. That's like when people need you the most. But then also don't forget them after they get through right. it. Right. You know? Totally. <laughs> after they get through it, after that person passes away a year from now, five years from now, whatever, like continue to check in with them because chances are if somebody's in a tough spot, there's a lot of people vying for the spot to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like that makes it sound bad, but there's people coming out the woodwork. Whereas in six months when something else has happened and the dust has settled and whatever, they're not, there's not as many people there to support you. So it's like, and to be fair, I, I can't allow people going through a hard time to assume that it's all about them for the rest of their lives. You know, like you got to kind of get through that too. But you also have to give them their period and also help them get through it so that they can come out the other side. For sure. You know, um, another one on the Wanna Vibe tribe question of 
how do you support other women? Good call on posting this, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. See? Oh, there Thank I am. You. Here I am. Hello. Um, was my girlfriend Amanda, who I said, if you do anything for anyone, you do it for Amanda. Um, she wrote, advocate, empower, and show up for each other. Nothing is better than watching women you love and admire blooming right alongside of you. Oh, see? I love that. And it's so you true. little bloomer, you. She's the best. And like what I love about her, she comes to my spin class twice a week, Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. My biggest thing and what I commented on the one of Ibe tribe, whatever the fuck was like, I wrote a bunch of stuff, but the first thing I said was like honesty always, because if you're saying that you like my tits, but you don't, you're not doing me any favors. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for me, even if the truth fucking hurts, I'm going to tell you the truth over telling you some bullshit lie. Right. That, that's just going to end up being almost more detrimental than hearing what's real. So you wrote, honesty always, compliment genuinely. I'm 100% behind that. Acknowledge greatness, celebrate success, encourage braveness, support challenges, love constantly, in all caps. That came from you, bitch? That was nice. Thank you. That's so good. Um, I was having a problem remembering the word challenge when I wrote that. It took me like 17 <laughs> seconds to remember the word challenge. That's... Like I was like, what's a word for like when you are in a tough spot? <laughs> I just like, could not think of it. And then I remembered it. I was asking my like coworkers and they were looking at me like I was fucking nuts. They're like, what are you even saying? Oh like, gosh. But then I remembered it and they're like, oh, now it makes sense. And then our last one was from my girlfriend, Brent. She said, so silly, but I feel a simple Instagram like or comment goes a long way. Agree. Every, every comment makes me smile. I hope to do the same in return. Let me be your biggest cheerleader. Oh, see, this is why I need to get my fucking ass more active on Instagram. Yeah. I've been really avoiding You've Instagram. You've been really avoiding it. I can't. I just... But yeah, like... I'm going to start calling everyone and telling them how awesome they are instead of getting on Instagram. I am... Um, <laughs> I love to harass Danielle and like when it's around her birthday, I'm like, what are we doing for your birthday? And she's like, oh my God, stop. Like, oh my I God, hate... you've been doing that to me too. And I'm I like, do it to, you know what? I'm going to pee my pants. Don't even worry about it. But <laughs> I've been doing it to Danielle for years and she hates it. And I'm like, listen, I know you hate it. But I'm going to celebrate you one way or another, so figure That's it nice. out. <laughs> I also just don't, like, I just want to get two shots of Jameson. I mean, that, if that's what makes you happy, honey, we'll do it. I will, I'll watch you do it because I will not do it. See, it's just not, not fun that way. I want to get super drunk with I everyone. can drink something else. No barfing in the Chanel, though. Okay. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag never forget. That's coming up, just so you know. I know. I'm going to be in Florida. I know. Well, anyway. Moral of the story is, you guys, women unite because we're stronger together. Yes. And you don't have to feel threatened by anybody at all if anything we are stronger in numbers and like to like you can if you feel threatened by somebody ask yourself why yeah that's it like why do I feel this type of way when this person says this or when they succeed a little bit more and also are you doing the work yeah are guys listen it's it's like dinner time for them this is like their dinner time no fucking joke well we'll wrap it up um you can find me at Isabel Louise underscore Abby at the Balanced Rebel. One of Vibe podcast on Instagram, One of Vibe on Facebook. The One of Vibe tribe is the private Facebook group. Ask to be a member, and we will accept and yes. unless you act like act like an asshole, and then we will kick you out. And um, rate, review, and subscribe, please. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Those are the main ones. All the fun things. This was fun. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you.